Hey everybody, this is Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast. First of all, I want to give a shout out to our main sponsors, Rising Sons, the award-winning brewery in Cork. Now, I'm delighted to welcome a brand new band to the show from Ruins. I've got Neil, Damon, Aaron, Niall and Dave on the show with me tonight. How are you, lads? Very good, thank you. For those that are listening, big shout out to Dave for wearing a Nomadis t-shirt as well. Respect, lad. <laughs> they were absolutely brilliant in the siege. So for those that uh, were at that, you were very lucky to see them excel, really. And they're coming on leaps and bounds, as is the Northern Ireland metal scene in general. And I'm glad to say From Ruins are, would you be Belfast band or, or was it North Antrim? Room. Uh, North Antrim, so Ballymoney with okay. BRB. Okay. So. Give us an idea of the size of Ballymoney. Um, small time, probably about... 10, 15,000. Um, it's about 15 minutes from the, the north coast, Port Rush sort of area. Okay, I was up in Port Rush before, actually. Okay, I have you. So, is it a coastal town, is it? No, no. It's, it's landlocked, but yeah, only about 15 minutes from the coast. Okay. So, as I said, relatively a new band, which has just been formed this year, but don't be fooled by that because, I mean, the EP is absolutely fantastic, lads. Congratulations on that, first of all. Yeah, Inner Demons, it's called. Would you describe your sound as metalcore, progressive metalcore? What would you... Yeah, well, fair enough? I don't think we're trying to put labels on it. We're just sort of writing what... Obviously, just comes. kind of broad strokes anyway. Yeah, but I think it's fair to say metalcore would be the way to describe it. The prevailing sound, yeah. Like you can hear influences running right through the EP, and we'll delve into that in a few minutes' time. Just want to maybe talk about your history because you do have a history, some of you in the band, because you formed out of the ashes of Psychotic, which was 2009. Like, so you must have been pretty young when that band formed, lads. Uh, 16. Yeah, Neil was 16, and I was 17. That went for four years and then we all sort of went our separate ways. And then at this, what would it have been, end of 2021, start of 2022, mm -hmm. uh, myself and Neil sort of came together with the idea of trying to reform the original okay. lineup and go through all the old music and sort of bring it up to modern standards. Um, then, what would the easiest way to say we? Sort of got that back together, released one single, Age of the Knife, towards the end of last year. Yeah. Entered Metal to the Masses at the start of this year. Oh, wow. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, we played a heap, but we were up against some serious competition. We were up against, uh, is it Do? I, I don't want to butcher the, the pronunciation, but uh, Dowen, the main. And another band that hit the siege this weekend, yeah. gone. Yeah, class. Obviously, they're pushing it very, very, very well, and they're respective genre um and we were up against Insidious Void as well and they're absolute beasts. So um, yeah, I'd say kinda... if you went through the whole of that lineup for Metal to the Masses, we're hand on it as well. Uh, no that was the year previous before. year. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Like there's a serious pedigree lads in yeah. there in relation to Metal to the Masses in general in Ireland. Trying to fucking win it is a tough call really. Yeah, but then we done that heat and uh then one of the well, one of the former band members had an issue with us continuing um, under that name and using the old music. So we 
instead of just start fresh and okay. that's sort of where Fun Ruins comes from. We've right. Went our own way. <laughs> like it's a familiar name from runes i was just going hmm i bet there's probably around 24 from runes out there and there actually isn't no it's, there was it's one, Canadian one. Band, um that we've seen and then an american group seemed to have used the name again there a couple of weeks ago and released an album but <laughs> oh really yeah yeah but other than that we're the only the only one from ireland anyway <laughs> yeah because there is four runes down in Cork. Uh, shout out to yeah. John Murphy as well. Do you always go through the same drama as bands trying to fucking figure out a name? Like, who wants to take that one? What about you, Niall? Um, like, we just put, like, ideas into the group chat, really. We'll just... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, we just spam and stuff through you. Then we'll get a good idea just to, for a name. Just go for it. And then just came up because that's what it was at Farm Ruins because we were coming from. Was it you that came up with it? Farm Ruins? Might be. I yeah, I think know. it was. I think, I think it was Neil came upon it, but. It's just like, well, this is what we're coming from. Yeah. Coming yeah. From, like, yeah. With no world away, we're coming back out from, you know, pure shit heap. There's no other way to say it. Because you know, me, me and David and all these guys here spent like months and months and months practicing all that material to get back to kind of get ready. Especially since we haven't played a gig in like 10 years. Yeah, so that, that was our yeah. first gig. And, yeah. you know, and, and then for for that to happen, just kind of be like, like we're not going to get into details about what happened and what yeah. was said. But for, for that to happen and just to, for, to, go, to go the way it went, we were just kind of like, well, it's, we're continuing from ruins. Yeah. Mm. So that's uh, do you know what? I actually think from ruins it rolls off the tongue better than psychotic. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. Yeah. I, I think more the idea was we were sort of uh, maybe trapped in a bit of nostalgia, and we had a follow in the past with that former name. Of course. We already have material there. Yeah. So the, the idea was we could hit the road running pretty much and use the old material to. I suppose jumpstart getting back into new stuff. Yeah. But personally, I never really write liked the name that much. Um, yeah. I was only a kid. It was when we started out, and mm. I think that what we're doing now, we're trying to do everything properly and yes, like good artwork. Trying to write the best music we can. We're not yeah. rushing anything, and yeah. and you're under the new moniker as well of a new band. Exactly. So that actually helps you more so, you know. And also, like, Niall was never part of Psychotics, what was, like, any of the songs that were released. Yeah. He actually came in with six weeks' notice <laughs> for that gig and absolutely smashed it. Um, but, yeah, that's the, I would say, has been the big, the big difference between both groups, especially when it comes to songwriting. Niall can pretty much do everything and, uh, like, good guitarist, good singer, and play a bit of drums and he'll bring whole songs to us and then it's a completely different dynamic yeah previously. and Noel, how did you meet the lad you probably were aware of that band anyway beforehand yeah uh, so i had met aaron like years ago um probably like 10 years ago or something getting close to that anyway um and he had like said to me like told me about the band before but then um Basically, me and Aaron had another band going at the same time, so both bands were practicing in the same 
place at the time. Um, that makes any sense. I forgot yeah. where I'm going. <laughs> That's right, yeah. You're opening and closing for us. We were running the uh, space over there, and then you're opening and closing for us, yeah. and then you're just like, you're like hanging back and kind of chilling with us and listening to the music and all there. Okay, so you were aware of Niall as a singer and frontman, yeah? Yeah, instantly, yeah. <laughs> we went to practice um, the first night in a place in Balamina called Music Rooms. Niall was working there at the time. So we managed to get in at, a, what would you say, an unofficial opening time just to practice to suit us. And that was for Niall. Yeah. But the agreement was he wanted to stay and watch us while we were there. Ah. And then we heard what he could do. And, and the opportunity came for him to join. We jumped at it. How much did he cost? <laughs> was it a free transfer? <laughs> so the EP, like it came out on October the 13th, which was a Friday, actually. Yeah, that mm -hmm. was pretty cool. What do you think so far with the reaction to it, lads? Are you happy with um, it? It's been pretty phenomenal, to be quite honest, considering how poorly I have promoted it. <laughs> But I know it's uh, I know it's really small numbers for realistically any big band or anything on Spotify. But, but the fact that we're sitting at like 190 monthly listeners and yeah. in the last month alone on YouTube we've got well over a thousand streams on all of our yes. videos. Like mm -hmm. that's absolutely insane. Um, yeah, it I couldn't have been better to be quite honest. Considering we haven't even played a gig before. As yes. this group. Yeah. <laughs> and like looking at the northern scene in general, you've got like plenty of chances to impress people in relation to gigs and stuff. The obvious one is James Love Day with the Distortion yeah. Project. It's a fantastic scene up there at the moment, lads. Competition is very healthy. Now, I'm not comparing you, but I love the likes of Archives and Survivalist uh, to see them kind of stretching their musical muscles, wondering what way they'll go sound-wise. And when I heard From Runes, I, I thought the same thing, you know. I just went, wow, this is pretty interesting. And be interesting to watch where you're going to develop your sound. DP, I think it's only over 11 minutes, is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's, oh, it's short. It's only a few tracks. It's only like, what, three minutes, something maybe. Yeah. So you're all, what, what, yeah, I mean, DME's four minutes and four seconds. Of what you can do, put it that way, you know. Yeah, um, and to be honest, like I suppose the aspiration would always be to try and aim for what the guys in Survivalists and what Archives are doing. Like they've they've set the standard yeah. for the metalcore scene in Northern Ireland. They're all really, really nice guys as well. Yes, they are. Yeah, they've already reached out to us as well, and you know said if they can help out in any way, which we really appreciate. Considering That's fantastic to hear, yeah. You know, we're only starts I suppose um, that's absolutely amazing and we love their music as well so that's even better yeah yeah, yeah. Um, looking at the EP I, I was just interested because it sounded fantastic so I, I just went straight away mm, I think that's got Josh's stamp on it without even checking and I was delighted then that to see that you did go with Josh and Neil Calderwood as well. So, I mean, straight away, you're making good decisions as a band for your sound. And the sound on this is absolutely excellent. It's big, it's huge, it's raw, it's energetic, you know. Was it yeah. a no-brainer, lads, to go with those two? 
Yeah, well, we had worked in the past with uh, Neil Calderwood for the psychotic stuff on the last DP that we done with it, and he's a lovely guy, um, yeah. one of the most established names up here. But to be honest, I had said to the guys at the start when we started this project as well that I would love to work with Josh just because everything he touches is absolutely incredible. Mm. So just to see, so we went for the last song, there for Damnation. Um, and yeah, absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, the rhythm section in this band is really important and it stands out for me. I'm going to bring Damien in there. Yourself and Dave, you're like a fucking panzer division there <laughs> rolling through a town, you know, but that rhythm section. Do you think, Damien, is that the benefit of working with Dave for so long and knowing him? That's it. Same band for years and years. Come back same genre. Hard to beat. Hard to beat. <laughs> what you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about yourself, Damien? What bands do you look up to, rhythmically speaking? Is it like Meshuggah or something like that, or the old school Metallica or what? Like, I am so eclectic. I could be Eagles to Metallica to the Beatles. Okay, you're like me then. <laughs> like we're talking metalcore now. Here we're talking about your band in particular. What bands do you look up to? Metalcore wise, I always like about Ben Sevenfold and Bolton of Valentine's. Based on how they complicate. Yeah. Dave, would you go down that route as well? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like all different types of music, but when it comes to metal, for me, um, most of the time I would actually listen to like a lot of progressive and technical death metal. I'm always okay. so in terms of like the blast beats and double bass pedal and stuff like that. That's more where I'm going, but I also love like a lot of punk rock as well, like Blink-182 and things. So yeah, 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 yeah. I always just trying to change things up and bring different sounds from different genres into what we're playing. Mm. Whether that comes through or not, it's another thing altogether. But <laughs> yeah, um, like it's it's a strange one in relation to that you stopped playing music for so many years. And it's a running joke in the podcast about how hard it is to find fucking drummers. How many times were you nearly poached by other bands, Dave? Well, I actually moved uh, to England and the gap between um, 2013 and 2021. Um, and I was playing in like a wedding function band. So okay. I was actually playing like just contemporary pop music. And So you were actually earning cash as a musician? Is that true? Uh, very good money as well. <laughs> there you go. See? It's fucking um, possible. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, now I'm back to putting every bit of spare cash I have into yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sharing a bottle of book fast amongst four of you like. <laughs> yeah, definitely. as I said we're going to go to the EP we're going to play the first track Hate Me which is the second single Would that be right? it is yeah okay and we'll have a talk about it then afterwards I know you Fucking it down. Truth ain't solid in me. Yeah, you're talking to the 
It's a great fucking opening track. It's also one that would have the listener salivating at the thought of watching this being played live. Let's maybe talk about that aspect of it. I mean, who has seen you play this track? Is it just still in rehearsals at the moment? Have you any mates even seen it? <laughs> this is the funny thing. We haven't even had a full band proper rehearsal yet. What? Are you serious? Yeah, serious. Everything we've done so far, we've written remotely together. And we put it pieced it together. Everything that whole EP is recorded more or less. David recorded the drums at the house. He sent the drums to me, and then we recorded the guitars, bass, and vocals at my house. And then we sent them off to get mixed and mastered. Okay. So everyone's all, everyone's all home recorded. Yeah, Neil produced everything. Um, and like okay. he said, so we haven't had a practice since we started the band. <laughs> May I ask why? Um. Well. The easy way of saying that would be just we don't all live locally anymore. So oh. I live about 40 minutes away. I, I'm like South Antrim, more closer to Antrim town itself. Yeah. Um, Niall lives in Ballymena, Aaron's in Coleraine, and these guys are still living in Ballymoney. So uh. just getting the, the time of work and stuff to get together. Um, and also, I'm in the process of hopefully making uh, like soundproof music room in my garage at home. So okay. that will probably be the, the go-to yeah. practice space moving forward. But yes, as well, like we just play mature before we actually meet up and actually start practicing for live. That we want to have a really good solid set list to actually work with, rather than just I don't see the point of showing up and just practicing a couple of tracks. Like I mean, I'm practicing a couple of tracks. Yeah. You understand if that's, you know what I mean? You might as well just wait until you're ready to meet up with the group and just sit in the same room and just stare away. You're dead right, because so many groups, Neil, have fallen into that fucking trap of rushing yeah. out in blocks too fast and then being cut out live, man. And that's that's where you're going to be judged ultimately, because as I said, we named Survivalist, we named um, like Nomadus as well. All those bands had it and then they hit the stage and it was fucking great. You know what I mean? So, yeah. There's yeah, a bit well, of work then to go on in the background before you're going to be accepting gigs then. And that's fair yeah. enough. And also, like, you're sort of touching on something there. Ideally, that would have been what we would have liked to have done, is come out with, like, you know, a full album or something and just hit it running, hit the ground running. Yeah. But with, because of sort of what happened with the old band and we were forced into announcing the new one, yeah. we felt that we kind of had to get music out there a bit quicker, which is why we came out with the yeah. angles and the EP. Um, and I suppose we just dealt with the hand that we were given in that respect. But um, as Neil was saying, like until we have the full set list together, 
yes. and we have something fully to focus on and practice on, then that's mm. what we'll do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Noel, yeah. Noel, the the lyrics. Are you responsible for the lyrics? Correct. Um, most of them, Pat and help David help out with a wee bit of them too. Um, yeah. yeah. So the that part is brilliant. I think that in summoning me, yeah, you're talking to the wrong motherfucker today. You're down dying. I'm happy. Your mouth <laughs> shut it. You hate me. So that's that. That would be you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. and then the chorus is then or the, almost the deck roll it's like in the complete opposite which is cool you know I mean it's nice to pick up on stuff like that and I think to be fair Niall right through the EP stellar performance on vocals man really interesting and keep going the way you're going on that musically wise there's there's a lot going on with it in relation to trying to I suppose trying to pigeonhole you which is something that the listener will always do there's plenty of groove there and the synths as well is interesting because they're not appearing on the other two tracks so it's it's just a nice kind of foundation as a first song and a really really impressive one for the listener the next track is damnation we'll play this i'm a big trash fan so straight away i was just going oh yeah right so here we go damnation
So if anybody asks me what are from runes like, I'm going to give them damnation and go, well, there you go. <laughs> There's so many <laughs> elements in that song that represent G. And that section that I took out was deliberate because there's those three sections in that song that represent your sound at the moment. What would you say to that, lads? Would you agree? Yeah, I absolutely love it. Out of the three songs, personally, that would be my favourite. Okay, yeah, it would be mine too, Dave, yeah. As I said, look, I'm in the trash or old school, but like there's just a lot of interesting stuff going on there again with the vocals. The rhythm section is fucking tight as hell. There's a bit of guitar flexing, not much, but there's a small bit there. Like yeah. Aaron, talk to me about guitars. <laughs> Lead guitar work. Is there going to be leads in any of the new songs that um, you're working with? Yeah. There'll be plenty. I'd be a, I'd be a bit king being sent out a bit of shred fest, like makes sense to uh, <laughs> this one with work for damnation, like I was told, sort of give it a wee bit easier, more just then with it. So, hey, right, wait, 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 and what are your influences, Aaron? I was a big Children of Odin fan, so Alexa Leo would have been okay. a big, uh, big part of basically why I am a guitarist. But, uh, yeah, they'd pretty much be my main. They're going to like, like the Parkway Drive solo system okay. as well. They have a bit of influence, but mostly the Odin for me. Yeah, it's just harking back to what we're saying, that the three songs you have there's way more going to be coming through. We can see a bit of growth as well. Without revealing too much, we've actually got the next release sort of finished pre-production-wise. Great. And, uh, cool. So th- there's... So how many of, uh, songs would there be coming through, Dave? On this side, four, hopefully. Four. Number four. We're kind of, we've, we've, we've kind of got quite a few tracks. To be fair, like there's a lot of tracks we have as well. But like, we want to make sure that the four we've got on it are are really really solid that's yeah, great we're, we're not feeling in a rush we, we would rather be happy really happy with a song before we release it yeah um less is more sort of in that regard mm. the lyrics feel the heat rise boiling from inside flesh melts their minds nothing remains souls roam in vain witness the march of damnation they meet their doom enter the void rat of the furies endless agonies nothing remains none but the shame of the dead the ash the molten fumes very dark and depressing, lads, but you're... Depressing? <laughs> Dave, is there something you want to tell yeah. us? <laughs> it might sound like I'm like depressed or something, but I, I wrote most of the lyrics for that song in the space of like 15, 20 minutes. Ah, okay. Um, I just like... I thought it was a really dark sounding song in places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know what took me down that route, but I, I really like like Greek and Roman mythology. Yes. So I sort of tried to bring in like uh, the sort of Greek underworld theme and then combine it with more like modern contemporary, I don't know, like Judeo-Christian sort of like thoughts of hell. Yes. Okay. And I sort of just ran with it. Like it's not because I'm sitting awake at night thinking these things, but (laughs) (laughs) um, I just, I thought it sounded heavy and angry and, (laughs) <laughs> no, no, it's cool. And Noel, was there any any of those lyrics that you struggle to to sing? Like, do you chop and change to suit the melody? Um, no, that was easy going. Surprisingly, so like I, I wasn't yeah. sure if I was going to be pushing the guy, and then he pretty much nailed it. 
Yes. Yeah. And the one day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, record, recording them wasn't even difficult at all. Like, even like recording them was so easy. It's just like, oh, sorry, this goes out. Okay. And then you just ult out and I say, yeah, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> like, recording now is so easy. Bubble wise, like, even this clean thing and stuff, like, there's little to no work he's done to yeah. his voice. Yeah. You know, his, his majority of what you hear is recorded is pretty much what he thinks. Yeah. We're talking about this now in the studio, but in a live setting, Niall, have you got someone there in the band that will be providing backing vocals for you? Yeah, yeah. He's with you. Yeah. Uh, both, probably me and Kirby, to be fair. Like, uh, probably both, because... Okay. It's important as a dynamic from a live point of view, you know, so, I mean... Like, in the old, like in the old band, I did the backing vocals in the live band. Hmm. Never played like I did back But some like the, the music we're writing now is so much more technical than it was in, in the previous music that we were playing. Yeah. So like doing a bit of back and vocals here and there wasn't difficult. But like I'm actually gonna have to sit down and learn how to play it and do the back and vocals at the same time. Yeah. Because some of the parts are about uh especially domination. Domination is tight playing, it's going to one riff to another riff, it's like that. And it's also at 210 beats per minute, so it's pretty <laughs> yeah. fast for a metal yes. song. But, um, it's more trash, yeah. Dave, really, isn't it? Oh, yeah, 100%. That, I think that's because the old band as well, not the Harbona, but Ed Bell was sort of like a, a new thrash band. Okay. And okay. So, like, Neil, myself, and Damon, that would sort of be like our pastorates, I suppose, in playing. Yeah. Band. I mean, and, like, you can hear the, Testament right through this, that song. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, a testament in a good way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> early testament. I'm not sure about how we feel about him nowadays. That song is not pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll go on to the third and final track, which was the debut single. We'll play "Running Away." Really, really great songwriting and lyrics as well. Go back to lyrics there, Niall. Uh, very personal, that one, for you? Um, Yeah, I suppose, yeah. 
Yeah. I've picked out I'm at war with the enemy it's in my soul losing energy I've got venom in its perfect teeth fooled by my own skin you want to develop any of those lyrics um, so the song was kind of like me that particular part was sort of me talking to myself okay that makes sense so like yeah. I would be the enemy to myself and then you know I'm trying to fight with myself and things like mm. that um, so that's sort of what that we got to write um, yeah. There's some lovely images. I know they're dark again, running through it. But I mean, for a video point of view, you could have such great fucking fun with that song. That's probably for another time and a bigger budget, I suppose, lads would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't really want to divulge too much on that one, but <laughs> there's plans. But anyway, let's just say. Yeah. Right, Neil. The artwork for that for those that are listening it's probably the best way of describing it is kind of would it be like a woman's face disintegrating upwards with kind of mother nature elements running through it as well or did you have that design before you had the song no no we had, uh, that that was done up after the song but the, okay. the whole point of it being was like taking from what Nan said from the lyrics like him fighting with herself and that there so the whole idea of being like everything's just blowing out of your head Yes. Okay. But like in a beautiful way. <laughs> yeah, and it was a beautiful way. That's why I was wondering. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not. It's, it's not a dark art. It's not anything. And if someone looks at that, it, it's absolutely nice. I think it's just in general. It's just it just looks nice. Hmm. Looks even better on the t-shirt. <laughs> 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 just in general, that's that's pretty much what our was. I just want to kind of like be like everyone's blown out your head based on the, what his lyrics were, you know, and hmm. you don't want to do the whole cliche thing of songs about mental struggles and all this this here this realistically it's not about any of that it's just about that one person against its, its own self yeah and everything's just you can't take it anymore it blows out your head yeah and you made stuff. butterflies and stuff come out of it yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. dark instead of like dark art it's something something cool it's it is you know, jesus definitely what process do you use neil are you a sketcher or a drawer or like do you work oh, with no neither no no oh so far everything we've done has been by ai honestly ai my fucking enemy <laughs> but but saying that as well i don't just it's not it's not done in a process where you go on ai and i type something in and uh, it generates yeah. a picture, and we're like, yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it. No, no, it's just yeah, he's, he's underselling himself here. He he got. Tell me, Dave. Please tell then, me. If there's talent he, there. I can see it, like, but you're underselling yeah, so, it. Go on, he's Dave. Really good. He's really good at like Photoshop and adding filters and things like that. Okay. So, yes, he got the original sort of like image there, but then okay. all of the background and color, that's all his work. On yes. Photoshop and hours and hours of doing that and trialing it and bouncing ideas back and forward with us. Yeah, yeah. Um, See, that's the other side of it then, yeah. yeah so it's, it's come up a few times on the show because I'm all for paying artists to, to do the work for you. And since you're part of the band, Neil, which is great, you know, and Dave just emphasized it there that like the AI can be the foundation and the AI can also be shit, but you can pull ideas oh, from it and use it as a foundation to build up the creative process that will give you the final result, which is what what you've achieved there beautifully. Especially, I was just especially I was starting off, not really 
they probably realise it is like no one to chuck a whole ton of money at stuff just at the start just to see how things go and how we kind of go as a band and things work. And it's for us, it's, it's kind of worked out really, really, really well doing AI stuff because like we can make an image and then as you say, I can go and I can change loads of different things in the image. And like major things in the image. It's not just like AI is there and then it's like, oh, you're stuck with that image. Like if there's things in it you want out, there's things you want to put into it, things that I can hmm. add everything and change everything about and make it my own, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And like you say, good foundation and then I can spend hours and hours just kind of working away at stuff and then kind of spruce up a wee bit. Has there been times where the computer has crashed and you've lost a shitload of, of work? There's been times of fucking computers crashed and I've lost fucking recording projects. Uh, <laughs> don't start. <laughs> <laughs> don't start. Man. Yeah, there has been times I've lost stuff art-wise and that there, yeah. yeah. And, um, it was just... But... That's just that's just the nature of it, isn't it? It is. Also, yeah, going back on what you touched on there, Richie, like I, I do agree with what you're saying. Like we we would love to support artists and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And with the next release, we've actually approached quite a few of them. The only thing that has been the big stumbling block has been the price. Now I would love to support, but like some of the prices that you're getting quoted is more expensive than recording, mixing, and mastering. What? So, Fuck. Yeah, I'm, I'm not exaggerating here. And with how good Neil has done the jobs on our three piece yes. artwork so far, yeah, we can use that money for recording. Absolutely. Recording, you know, yeah. music video eventually. And then. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. The thing is, Dave, what. Neil has done is excellent. It's a really good T-shirt. It's a really good album cover. And that's to your benefit. It's just when bands that don't have somebody like Neil 100%. and have to go outside that and then taking shitty AI and you're just going off fucking hell. Like So yeah, the talent is there definitely and he's downplaying himself because 100%. there's fucking hours that go into that and he's working on feedback from me as well so it's it's great that you have somebody like that in the band you know so yeah. which leads me on to the next thing so there will be merch coming out soon very soon very next. very soon like maybe the next week too oh <laughs> have a good stretch there yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we've, we've had a reveal we've had a reveal on the show the stuff here We've got proofs and stuff, but it took a couple of times, obviously, proofs being sent on that there to get everything to where we want it, image-wise. And especially with Inner Demons, with the type of artwork that it actually is and the, the colours in it, to get yes. that to portray on a shirt properly. Mm. It took us uh, about two, two, three two, months. Two, three, couple of months to get it right, so it's never printed on the shirt. It actually looks like the colour is supposed to be. Yes. You know, that, that's another pitfall, isn't it? The yeah. other big part is, yeah, but the other big part is like, and I, I don't know if you've noticed, but like we brought our own really well designed website. Yes. And that goes down to my brother has been doing that for us, but he's been setting up. We're going to have our own store on the actual website. So rather than using um, like Bandcamp like and stuff like that, yeah. um, you'll be able to go directly to it. So we're just in the final steps to getting that ready and should be ready. Yeah, it is very, very impressive to see a band, a new band especially, to have all that in place, you know. So that's great, Dave. Yeah, we're we're really lucky. 
Yeah. And it all counts, man. If you're saving money as a band, that's brilliant. It goes to other costs, obviously. The merch, who did you go with? So we're we're using um a company Printify. Yeah, so yeah, we use, we use Printify for it. Reason the reason being that like if we want to release a new a new t shirt or a new hoodie or if we want to release multiple things, like any band knows how much it costs to to buy a shipment of t shirts and yeah. we bought a shipment of t shirts in for the previous band and it was like what for fifty shirts like six hundred quid or something. Eight hundred eight hundred quid. Fuck's sake, like yeah. So like I like yeah, it would be brilliant if you could just buy all your merch and just have it sitting in boxes and then you have it there to take with you. But um, well, the other good thing is that in front of fire you can sell the stuff at a really reasonable price too. Yeah, we're we're keeping the prices as pretty much low as possible, um, mm. because we would rather have people have our merch than try and make money from it. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. Because if you're wanting to make money from any of the merch, you're having to charge. Like you go to any gig now, what's a band charging for a t-shirt or a hoodie? The scratch were charging thirty euros for a black and green t-shirt. And then well, it, it is expensive. Which, what was the last game we were at Spirit Box? Spirit Box, I found a t-shirt for £35 for a t-shirt. £65 Mental. for a hoodie. Yeah. So I know it goes to the band, whatever, like, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, we're trying to find If the Scratch had t-shirts for 20 quid, they would have sold probably 40 or 50 of them. Yeah, yeah, was, that's our logic. We're, we're selling it for exactly half, essentially, what they were being charged at the last few gigs that we've been to. Yeah. I know the guys have to eat and they're professionals. Oh, We're yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, we all get paid jobs, you know, this is yeah. essentially a hobby for the minute, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, we would rather just get the stuff out there yeah. and make it affordable for everyone because times aren't easy and money's hard to come by. So, Excellent stuff. Okay, so let's talk about the priorities for the band over the next few months. We're into November now. What are your main priorities? Okay, so I'm... Um, Do you know what, for the crack now, because the boys are having an easy ride in the background, fucking Damien and Aaron. Each one of you give me a priority for the band in the next few months. Okay, we'll start with Aaron. <laughs> You're a big one. You're a big one. Go for it. Be put the spotlight on him and he's fucked already. <laughs> Um, Where would you see the band in 2024? What's the main priority for the band? Come on, it's the easy one. Yeah, get playing. Just... Yes, that's brilliant. Yeah, Number one. Yeah. yeah. Damien? Uh, we need to record next EP in studio. Okay. That's when yeah. James come up with Josh, hopefully. Yeah, yes. that's all about Yeah. Excellent stuff. Neil, another priority. Our box ticked, we'll say, in the next two or three months. And honestly, everything I say is probably the most important thing was just making connections between all the, all the other local bands that we're going to be playing with. Okay. Yeah. You know what Excellent. I mean? Get to know the guys and meet them. And we already met a couple of them at Melbourne Masses and stuff like that. And there's, there's some sound guys out there. Like, we've really got on with the City's Boys. They're yeah. so, so dead on. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. Niall? Well, it's just finalizing which songs are going on next release and things. Just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, without revealing too much, we actually have like pretty much most of 2024, at least the first half of it, like mapped out. Okay. Um, and I'll just be upfront and honest here. As much as we're going to be recording, um, like I'm going into Josh at the start of December to do the drums. 
Okay. And then the guys are finishing off the rest of the next EP in January. Mm-hmm. But we won't be releasing that probably until the end of spring, early summer, because my wife is pregnant with my first child. And Lauren has got his first time coming as well. Oh, okay. So okay. We're, we're it happens, be, lads. You'll see um, Dave now but, with a fucking beard and grey hair sprouting everywhere with stress. <laughs> yeah, the, look, they're the more important things. You named them out. The main thing is you've established yourselves now as a new band and to build on that. The word is out there. You're on the show. And the potential is there. There's three songs. They may only be 11 minutes. They'll always be next year for self-financing is fine. And you're going to need somebody to be doing the social side of it, um, booking gigs as well. They're all going to be coming hard and fast in 2024. And, you know, it's it's an exciting time for you, lads. You know, you've you've taken your first steps as from runes. And it's, it's all positive from my side as an outsider looking in. Cheers. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, unless we all actually got along as actual friends, like, honestly, like, <laughs> I'm just yeah. making a big point here. Like, if you're playing in the band with guys and you don't get along with the guys you're playing in the band with, it ain't gonna work. You actually yeah. have to get along. This is the thing. Like, we all just every single one of us get along. Yeah. And, there's no and there's another priority as well is uh to get a rehearsal room for you. Yeah, man. He's got a kid coming on the way, like you know, so somebody fucking help him <laughs> with the rehearsal <laughs> room. <laughs> I'll be yeah. So that's it, lads. You know, a pleasure having you on the show. I'm delighted to welcome you into the metal scene as from Runes, and potential is, is there. I've said it already. It's a fantastic release, and you know. You're going to go from strength to strength. Just good luck with it, really. And you've got a friend here on the show. I'll help you as much as, as I can in the next few months if you have any promotion noise and stuff like that. Be sure to hit me up, okay? Thanks very much for having us, Rashi. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So you've been listening to From Runes, Neil, Damien, Aaron, Niall, and Dave. Thanks for coming on the show and best of luck in 2024. That's going to be the year for you. That's the one to really stamp your mark on the metal scene cheers lads cheers there you are and as i always end the show support your local metal scene